In 2020, state lawmakers and then-Governor Andrew Cuomo approved the creation of an historic business preservation registry that highlights businesses that have been in operation for at least five decades. And the ensuing program, administered by the State Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation, has been so popular that lawmakers are pushing legislation to expand the number of businesses that can be added to the registry each year. To learn more about the program, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Eric Kulisade. He is the commissioner of the State Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation. Thanks so much for joining us again, Commissioner. Thanks, David. So what is the benefit to businesses as well as consumers from an historic business preservation registry? You know, I think for them, it's a marketing thing at some level, right? It, it, it gives them uh, a way to, to plug their business, show that they are committed to community. In many ways, this is intended to show, right, that the, the, the design of the program is is meant to highlight businesses that have been in communities for a long time, right? Not necessarily the same building, but definitely the same municipality. Uh, there have been institutions to remind us that, in some ways, you know, historic preservation is not just about the buildings. It's also about... It can be about the entities and the institutions that occupy them, right? And so I think for a lot of these businesses, it's just it's an additional – it should be an additional plug for them to draw business, saying we're a historic business, a historic New York State business. We're certified. Uh, we've been there for, for over 50 years, uh, and, and we're part of your community, right? I think that's the, kind of, that's the kind of little push they get. And if New Yorkers want to patronize these businesses or they're interested in just learning about businesses that have – deep roots in their community or, or around the state, they should do what? Check out the registry that you guys have online? So we've got, we, they can go online on our website. We've got a map of New York State that shows every single historic business that's certified. Obviously, the program is not very old, so we're recertifying new, new businesses all the time for people who want to keep up with it. We also do have a certificate that we provided to each of them, and there's a little uh, logo they can go on, there on the shop door just to sort of remind people that they're shopping at a historic business. So the enacting legislation allows for state lawmakers, the governor, and lieutenant governor to nominate up to two businesses, I believe, each year uh, for placement on the registry. So does that mean you've been getting like 430 nominations every single year, or uh, is it a little slower than that? It's been a slower pace than that, although right now there are 120, right? Okay. So, so, so not everyone has been taking advantage of the program. Uh, but you mentioned earlier that there was an initiative to expand or, or to make it uh, to, to increase the volume or increase the capacity. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that was actually passed. It's actually part of the budget. So as of, okay. now, as of now, you can be putting in up to 10 uh, nominations per term. Some uh, legislators have really, have really pushed this hard. Others less so. Um, so it, we're just re watching it catch catch fire and watching people do it. Obviously, here in the Capital District, you know, there's there's uh, there's quite a number, and there are businesses that people here are going to know. You know, B Lodge, uh, Stewart's yep. is is one. You know, there's some some very well very well known businesses here that are part of, that are on the registry now. And uh, keep plugging the Capital Region. We also have Curtis Lumbers in there, and I believe uh, N Fox uh, Jewelers uh, on downtown Saratoga. Do you feel like you have the capacity to review uh, even more nominations as they come your way, or uh, should the lawmakers slow down? <laughs> uh, no, we can we can do it. I mean, you know, it's it, the, the criteria are not so uh, burdensome that we can't handle it, right? I mean, you've got to you've got to. I mean, there are certain things, right? There's certain. It's not important, like 
you know, they can be they can they can have been sold during fifty years. Mm-hmm. You just be able to you just be able to trace those those genes through. So it's not it's not so difficult. We're pretty good at certifying. Uh, you know, ten is probably a good number for the moment while we while we met, while we worry about overpopulating our map with lots of little flags and businesses. Because you know, obviously New York's been around a long time, so there's uh, there's a lot of historic businesses that can go in there. And 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 it's in particularly you know, New York City, obviously, uh, lots of assembly districts, lots of Senate districts. There's an awful lot that are going to come out of New York City at some point. And I imagine the number of applications going to explode once they get this promotion uh, on the Capitol press room radio show. Um, but we're watching. We'll be watching for the uptick. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there will be a spike, a correlated spike. But uh, when we think about your job and your office more broadly, I think a lot of people will initially go to parks first as your big ticket focus, and then recreation. But there is historic preservation, as we've been talking about so far. How much of your time is commanded by that third tenant uh, of the office, of the historic preservation? And is it something you enjoy uh, focusing on? Uh, I love our historic preservation business. It's been, it's been in our last name for 50 years, I think. And I think that uh, it's a few functions, right? It is because we actually have 35 historic sites, that we own. Mm-hmm. So things is, and obviously in this region, the things you'll know are Schuyler Mansion or Olana State Historic Site, right? Those are state assets. We also, for that office, run the national registers, right? For, for things to be nominated in New York State for national register, uh, runs through our office. And then we also run a historic preservation tax credit, which is a a credit that is given to um, developers who come in with a promise to refurbish a historic building uh, in, a, in, a, in a historically appropriate manner, they get very large tax benefits, and it helps to put historic preservation on equal footing with new construction, right? So that's, it's been a great thing. So all that stuff is, uh, in some ways, you know, when you look at, well, it, there's a big economic driver coming out of this division. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty significant part of my time, but we have great professionals. Actually, we also have conservators over there, you know, repairing furniture, repairing frames, doing all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's, a, it's a great piece of what we do. Uh, it's headquartered up at Peebles Island, up in Waterford, uh, and it's a it's a fantastic it's a fantastic part of our our mission. And I'll say, you know, and I'll say just generally that one of the things we have, and that you know, we also thrive on public private partnerships. And our public private partnerships around our historic sites are as probably as strong as any we have. So the Olana Partnership, which really has a big hand in running Olana and doing the tours up there, uh, and other historic sites throughout the state. Well, returning to the tax credit you mentioned, without something like that, is it safe to assume that a lot of historic sites would either fall into disrepair or would just become unusable by uh, the general public because they wouldn't be able to be maintained in a safe manner? You, that's absolutely correct. If you didn't have the tax credit, the tax credit I think we've looked at has, has unleashed billions, well, well over $10 billion. I think, I think we're up at close to $15 billion in economic activity since uh, since it was founded, you know, 30 years ago we're talking about. So it's old, but by now. Um, and yes, I mean, here in Albany, you can look at the Kenmore down on, on North Pearl. Uh, there are a lot of buildings actually in Albany. There's a developer who's really become very good at using these tax credits. And if you didn't see these tax credits, they either would have been you know, fallen into disrepair, become something that's completely dependent on public dollars to refurbish and, and redevelop, or would have sat there moribund or just crumbled. So it, it definitely has made... I mean, it, there's proof in the number of tax credit projects in Buffalo, Albany, Schenectady, New York City, 
all across the state that really have been able to take advantage of this. And it's really driving historic preservation to a great degree. It's, it's a really very efficient tool to get this stuff done. Well, you mentioned that it's been very popular for like an Albany developer. Is it something that is like fully subscribed to year to year? Is there demand where you feel like uh, it's being utilized to the full extent each year? Or should we be trying to give it that capital press room bump so that more people are uh, taking advantage of it? It is a it is a robust program, I will say that. Uh, we could always, we're always looking for more. You know, we're always happy when a, when a community that hasn't used it before comes into it because there is a technical aspect, right? And so by now, you know, the Albany community is pretty good at it. Schenectady, Troy, Buffalo. Buffalo is really one of our highest users of it. Uh, but we're always looking to expand it. Uh, so, yes, obviously, we'd love to see, uh, love to see you promote it and, and get it going because it's, uh, it's very helpful to us. To, to, it's a great program. It's a very exciting program. Well, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> well, we've been speaking with Eric Kulisade. He is the Commissioner for the State Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation. Commissioner, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local state and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.